Welcome to the Calming Ground Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Minton, psychotherapist and mindfulness coach. This podcast is designed to offer you inspiration, wisdom, and actionable steps to support you to nurture your inner light. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking more about the impact of the way that we talk to ourselves, message our thoughts in our own heads, and the impact this has on our wellness and well-being. And I thought about this. I thought it might be interesting to do some research. Like, what is the impact of our self-talk in our life experience? I found on the Mayo Clinic's website that research has been exploring this and Researchers have found that actually positive, kind, nourishing self-talk increases our lifespan, lowers rates of depression, lowers levels of distress and pain, creates greater resistance to illness, better cardiovascular health, reduced risk of death from cancer, cardiovascular disease and stroke, respiratory conditions, and reduce risk of death from infections as well. Wow. It was amazing for me to learn that our self-talk can impact us in these profound ways. And then I thought it might be helpful to think about what is negative self-talk or what are those detrimental messages? And I thought I might offer some examples. One example is filtering. So let's say that you have a good day, things happen, either rest happens, you feel rested and nourished, or maybe productivity happens and you feel like, wow, I got a lot done today. But at the end of the day, when you're reflecting, you think about all that didn't happen. Like, oh, I didn't get this done, or ugh, that didn't happen, or I didn't do that well enough, or I wish this would have happened. That kind of filtering where the emphasis is placed on what didn't go well, sometimes it can be helpful to reflect on, hmm, this this is something that maybe I want to focus on in the future. Or next time I have this space and time, I'd like to put my attention here. That's different. That's constructive. But when it becomes a self-criticism or a judgment of how you spent your time or what you did, and there isn't that redeeming quality of learning or... I'm going to use today as an example of what I might do in the future differently, not because today wasn't good enough or right enough, but because this is my learning process. That filtering and pushing the emphasis on the negative is an example of the detrimental messaging that we can do to ourselves or have in our heads. Another example is catastrophizing, anticipating the worst, thinking, oh my goodness, doom is around the corner. Those thoughts are detrimental and can be damaging, especially over time. Blaming, thinking, oh my goodness, I'm feeling so upset that I had this reaction and either blaming ourselves in a way that's again, not constructive and not focused on curiosity and learning or blaming somebody else for our reactions can be really harmful kinds of thoughts. 
the shoulding ourselves, thinking we should be feeling a certain way or acting a certain way, the perfectionism, the standards always keep getting higher because we can never be as perfect as we wish we could be, the polarizing, the tendency to see things as either good or bad without having that middle gray area where so many of our experiences actually exist. These kinds of patterns are so common. And if you recognize yourself in some of these thinking patterns that are detrimental, I really invite you to be kind to yourself. It's okay. It's okay to have some of these patterns. It's really normal. It means you're human. What we're offering here is to notice when those patterns are existing, to notice when you're polarizing or filtering or that perfectionism's turned on full volume and maybe interrupt it with another way of messaging yourself with something kind with something nourishing, or maybe just simply with noticing, wow, that's a harsh message I'm giving myself. Sometimes even that noticing is enough in and of itself. In today's episode, I interview Leslie Wood, who's a school counselor and founder of Master Your Moment, which empowers educators to transform their classrooms into safe and trauma-informed spaces where everyone can thrive. In this interview, Leslie talks about what she's found particularly helpful and transformative about self-talk, self-messaging, goal-setting, and affirmations. I welcome you to give it a listen. So welcome, Leslie. It's so good to have you here. (laughs) Thanks for being, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And I am interested in just starting with the question that I start with always when I do this podcast. And that is just wanting to hear a little bit about, first of all, what do you do? And then also what is some element, this is a huge question. So whatever you would like to share about the journey that brought you into this work. Hey, sure. Leslie Wood and I am a school counselor at a K-12, like very rural school. I have about 550 students that are underneath me and I'm the only one there. So I'm providing services for all of these students. And um, I was a teacher for four years prior to that. And then a tornado hit the school that I'm currently at wiped it out back in 2011 and we had to set up in trailers and the counselor at the time left and so I ended up stepping into that place I had worked for the district for two or three years prior as a counselor within the district and so I took that responsibility and um, then I've, I've slowly worked a lot of different areas so I've gotten my specialist in play therapy at Ole Miss. And then I currently I'm working towards my LPC, which is licensed practitioning counselor. So I have my provisional license right now. I only have like maybe two months left of that. And I'll have my my licensure for that. And then I decided to create another and I work part time in private practice as well as my school counseling. And then Crazy Me decided to start a third business and journey (laughs) where um, it's called Master Your Moment. And I was decided I was going to lead people into, you know, like some self-care and personal development and that kind of area. But my target of 
where I was going with that was um, not working out exactly like I was like thinking or envisioning or I didn't have my vision, you know, down right. So um, I decided since I'm a school counselor and I have all this background in this, why don't I work with teachers? Because that's kind of like who I know and who I'm around. So um, I'm currently working on creating professional development courses for teachers about a trauma-informed classroom and how to create a trauma-informed classroom. So... Yeah, that's, that's kind of my journey up to this point. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm just sitting with the fact that the school got, that sounds like really harmed or flattened by a tornado. Yes. It like completely wiped out. I think there were 16 deaths at the time and it's a really, really tiny school um, in Smithville, Mississippi. I'm sure people have heard of it, like the EF5 or whatever that happened. And then just not too long ago, I think it was like last year, another tornado came through and there's a town just south of us that's Amory. And it got pretty badly damaged too. None of the schools were wiped out, but there were like, you know, parts that were damaged and they had to miss school for like two weeks but they're all back on campus. But no, we had to have a whole new building set up with trailers and until they could rebuild the school. It was it was a tough transition. But like I said, that was back in 2011. So it's been many, many years where we've been able to rebuild. And I've been at that school. I've been, you know, working there for over 10 years now. So you and I talked and you came on today because we were going to explore affirmations and kind of what is this, what role has this played in your life? And then also what, how do you understand or use or practice affirmations with the people that you serve? So I'm wondering what do you, when you think of affirmations, what comes up for you and what, what would you like to share on that topic? Yeah. Well, like typically when I think of affirmations, I think about, you know, things that you say to yourself to make yourself feel better about yourself. And I know that there's a lot of like maybe some drawbacks to saying affirmations when you're trying to tell yourself, I'm so pretty, I'm beautiful, I have everything I need, and I'm making tons of money, and you know, things like that. But if that's not actually happening and that's not correlating to actually what's really present in your life, it's not going to work. And sometimes we can, you know, make it till, fake it till we make it. But like I said, it doesn't always pan out. So I feel like when we, when you talk about affirmations and you make words to put together words of defining who you are or who you want to be in life, it helps you get a direction. So actually there's several benefits to saying affirmations. And I would say first is having a positive mindset. That's one of the benefits is when you say something, and I, I guess you can, um, let's see, w- one of the things that you could even say is, I have a positive mindset, reminding yourself that that is a goal of yours so that you're pushing away the negativity that happens in our life because that is something that as humans, we just automatically kind of grasp and hold on to and be like, oh, that was terrible. I need to be afraid of that or whatever the case may be. 
instead of focusing on the positive things that you're experiencing in life. So that's one of the ways that affirmations can be very beneficial to you is to help you create that positive mindset. Another is just in general to help with your self-worth. Affirmations, if you are um, somebody that is struggling with your self-esteem or don't love yourself or don't like certain things about yourself, and we all have things about our bodies and our the things that we do and our personalities that maybe we don't really like, but it's still going to be part of who we are. So finding that self-love and self-worth is really important. And affirmations is a tool. It's That's all it is. It's a tool that we put in our toolbox so we can bring it out when we need a positive mindset, when we need to encourage ourselves with our self-worth. Another way that affirmations can help us is create a sense of focus around whatever we want to accomplish. Okay, I have the perfect example for this. And one of the things I like to do is I like to try to live a level 10 life. When you live a level 10 life, that's it's like um, 10 different areas of your life that you're trying to kind of level up in each of those areas because we all have different areas in our lives. So I created affirmations that go along with living that type of life. Um, And I'll kind of go through them. You can see how I have listed them here. So one for uh, an affirmation for creating your physical environment, which you know is really, really important to have a clean and organized space because if you have clutter around you, then you have clutter in your mind as well, which creates this overwhelm and stress. So that's really important. So if that is a goal that you are seeking and need, you say, I am clean and organized. And you repeat that to yourself. And every time that maybe you do something correct, because remember, we want to have a positive mindset, like when you come in from outside, instead of like just throwing your jacket down somewhere, you say, I'm clean and organized, put your jacket where it goes, you know, put your keys where they go, whatever the case may be, Um, that you're trying to keep things clean and organized and reaffirm that by saying it, you know, when, when we say things it brings that increased focus and attention to our minds. Ready to strengthen your self-care practice? I have a free guide for you to help you identify the areas in your life where you need the most replenishment and learn the next steps you can take to feel more relaxed and restored. To get the guide, go to www.thecalmingground/opt-in. The link is in the show notes so that you can live the ease-filled life you dream of. For career, I am a life changer. That's my career. I mean, of course, everybody's going to have their own way of of what their career is meaning for them. But when I'm talking about my career and I want to level up my career and I want to say, like, this is the kind of person I want to say I am, I am a life changer. And that's my goal in life in my career is to change people's lives. For finances, I say I am frugal. I want to embody a sense of minimalism and frugality because we don't need all this excess stuff. Those are core values and beliefs that you hold. So your affirmations have to kind of align with those values and beliefs that you have. Like I said, or you're you're they're not going to work for you. And so, if your goal is to save money and you want to have this idea of being frugal, well, 
before you make a purchase, you can create an affirmation to yourself to remind yourself, I am frugal. I only buy what I need, you know, creating that mantra and that affirmation related to whatever goal you're saying and and making sure that you're focused on it, you're going to be able to follow through and get to the goals that you want to accomplish in your life. Um, Another example is, and that, yeah, that was for finances. Um, For personal development, I put, I am determined because obviously you can tell (laughs) everything that I'm saying. I am extremely determined person to improve my life and make sure that I'm doing things that um, is going to make my life better for the rest of my life. You know, I want to experience a happy and healthy life forever. And so therefore, I'm going to continue to try to make changes to improve it because life is like that. You're going to have to constantly change and adapt and improve and go with whatever you need in that moment. For spirituality, I say I am spiritual. For health, I say I'm healthy and confident. And I make them very simple. And these are all really easy I am statements, but there's lots of other ways that you can create affirmations. For my giving and contribution to the world, I say I am thoughtful because that's the the kind of person that I want to be and embody that kind of person. Um, There is this teacher at my school and she is literally the most thoughtful person. Every year, she like gives me a Christmas present. And this year, she knew that I'd had uh, a really, really difficult year. I've had a lot of loss um, this past year. And so she knew that Christmas was going to be difficult for me. And she um, like meant to call me or talk to me about something or, or you know, to to say she was thinking about me. And she did like, but it took her a little bit longer than she normally does. But she will. She'll just call you and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Or if we had something happen at work that day, she'll call later that afternoon. How are you doing? How are you feeling about this? Or whatever the situation may be. She's just a very, very thoughtful person. And that's the kind of thing that I want to be like and I strive to be like. For my significant other, other when I'm thinking about him and our relationship together, I think about I am loving. Um, when I think about fun, because we all need this fun aspect in our lives, right? I want to be adventurous. So I say, I am adventurous. And every day I want to choose something that's going to be adventurous and fun for myself. Um, And then for family, I always say, I am family oriented. And these are just 10 different affirmations that I created for myself. I hang next to my mirror while I'm putting on my makeup so I can remind myself of my goals in my life every single day. It just creates, like I said, that increase of your focus. It reduces your stress because you're thinking about these positive aspects of your life and the kind of person that you want to be. And doing all of that creates a massive transformation in your life. And you think sometimes, well, I think sometimes that like, isn't it silly that like words can provide this transformation and can be so transformative, right? I mean, it's just, it's really, really amazing to me that something as simple as like two or three words and creating a mantra for yourself over and over can be 
um, that beneficial to your life. And then I have another um, one that I really, really like too. So I have another set of affirmations that I talked about um, to myself and we actually, my kids sort of did these with me in the morning on the car ride on the flip of my, um, what is it? The, uh, on their windshield to, to block out the sun, the, the visor, the windshield visor. Okay. So on that visor, I had taped up like these, um, little virtues. So virtues are, there's like eight different virtues that we can embody that all that goes across all ancient wisdom and modern psychology, positive psychology, that say these are the eight things that we as people need to be and embody. Okay. And actually this um guy, his name is Brian Johnson. He just finished a book back in December. And it's called Arte. And it's really, really amazing. It's called Activate Your Arte, Activate Your Heroic Potential and About Becoming a Hero. And so on the back of the book, it lists those eight virtues. And he actually writes on here these specific um, affirmations. So one, the first one is wisdom. I know the ultimate game and how to play it well. Discipline. I forge anti-fragile confidence with every action I take. Love. I am joyful, connected, and encouraging. Courage. I'm willing to act in the presence of fear. Gratitude. I appreciate all the gifts and blessings in my life. Hope. I have inspiring goals, agency, and pathways. Curiosity. I pay attention to what's working and what needs work. Zest. I dominate my fundamentals, which is um, where he gets his energy from. So I have heroic energy. That's like eating healthy, getting enough sleep, getting enough movement, that kind of thing. Um, but it's really, really amazing. So in when I would write them, I would say, may I be wise? May I have self-discipline? May I show love? May I be courageous? And I would have my kids say these with me so that every morning we were trying to work on embodying being and having these characteristics in our lives. Um, so, yeah, that's like how I incorporate it into my daily life, uh, contribute it to my family. But not only that, because I'm a counselor, I mean, I will do this with my students as well. And we'll create affirmations together and come up with some things that align with their goals so that they can get this same kind of transformation as well. That's great, Leslie. And I'm wondering, um, what do you notice even in reading those, for example, the may I or going through your list of 10 and your affirmations? What do you notice in yourself? Like, how do you feel? Oh, I mean... I feel like strength, I think, you know, like a, like sort of a sense of strength. Like I know who I am. I know where I'm going. It's beautiful. Yes. And, and I'm curious too, as you practice these or, or with your kids or with at your own kids, your kids at school, the students, yeah. um, what do you notice in them? Like, do you, for example, sometimes it can be hard, as you mentioned, to really 
sink into these, to really believe them to be true. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious what you notice with the kids that you work with and your own kids, as well as yourself with that, in terms of your experience of it being true for you and maybe even for them. Right. Well, I think sometimes, you know, it has to be something that they really want to, to do and to be. So uh, there's been moments where like my daughter, um, she would, you know, not want to say something, you know, like I would say, "Might be courageous. And then we would talk about what courageous means and how she might embody that for the day. And, and hers would be like to talk to somebody because she's really shy and she doesn't really want to get out there. And so at sometimes she's like, I don't really want to be courageous. <laughs> but I think when we, when we talk about it and embody it, it's, it's also having a discussion with someone to process what it means to them. And it has to be something that is meaningful for them, meaningful to them for it to come across and have that positive mindset to reduce stress, to create this transformation that they really want to see. Yeah. So it's, it's got to land somewhere. It's got to anchor somewhere inside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that anchorship comes with the discussion about the affirmation itself and how to create it. So I think that's, um, one aspect of like, we can create affirmations all day long, but if we don't actually talk to somebody else about what we're saying or what we're doing, even if it's just a friend being like, yeah, when this happens, this is what I say, because you know how inspiring that is to other people to hear? Like, it's really, really inspiring because then they're like, well, look at her, you know, and they're like, I'm going to start doing that, too. So I think that, you know, having discussions around affirmations, what they mean to you and how they can be meaningful to someone else can also be very inspiring. And Leslie, I'm wondering if there's anything that we have not touched on yet around this topic or around your work or anything that you just want to share that you would like to um, share or that's about coming up for you. And also for people who are listening, if they want to reach you, how would they do that? So, but let's start with a message. If there's anything else that you feel like you want to share and then we can move into how do people find Yeah, I just feel like affirmations, like I said earlier, is just one tool. So we have very, very many tools that we need to like create in our toolbox. And just like with those um, virtues, we have to also have an awareness of when we need to use it, right? Like, when do I need to pull out that may I be wise? When do I need to pull out may I have love? Or when when do I need to pull out I need to be hopeful right now? Um, so I think that's really important when you're doing affirmations, reminding yourself that this is only one tool. And if you don't feel like it's working in that moment, pull out another tool out of your toolbox. And all of these tools in this toolbox is your toolbox of self-care. So when we can create a lot of different things in that toolbox to care for ourselves, this is just one other aspect of that. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? I yes, love I love it. <laughs> yeah, so people can find me. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I started a YouTube channel. That's probably where I'm going to like really start to focus on. And on Facebook, I have several free affirmations 
Um, well, I have meditations, and then within the meditations, I have a description uh, with several other um, tools that you can put in your toolbox with affirmations that go along with different topics, kind of like wisdom, courage, love, hope, all those things. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Leslie. I really appreciate your insight and your guidance and then the actionable steps that people can take. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening today. Subscribe to not miss another episode. And please share this podcast with a friend you think might benefit. I'd love to remind as many people as possible that they too can have the peace, calm, and rejuvenation that a little self-love and care can bring. And lastly, I'd love if you would leave me a review and let me know how I'm doing. See you next week.